This is Dr. Dave, and let's talk about the mirrors of your mind. We're going to start out with mirror number four, called Disqualifying the Positive. This mental mirror tells you that the positive things in your life don't count. In performance-oriented societies, people keep score. They have an accountant mentality in which they catalog and track how they're doing. If they have lots of things in their life, especially if they have a mountain of money, they are happy. If they look at their neighbor's pile of stuff and it's smaller than their own, they're even happier. Positive people keep score differently than folks who are negative. Positive people look for the good and they count their blessings. When they add up all the pluses and minuses, they hope that the good outweighs the bad, but they realize the score truly doesn't matter. What really matters is whether they have a positive attitude and a heart full of love. Negative people use a defective scorecard that has only one column, and it's used to keep track of everything that's wrong in their life. If something good happens, they have no place for it on their scorecard, and so they quickly forget about it. This mirror has a giant blind spot, and it just so happens that everything positive falls into the blind spot. All of the negatives are outside the blind spot, and so the negative is the only thing they see. If you want to escape from this mental mirror, you must take a look at your scorecard. If it has only one column, it's defective. Your scorecard should have two columns that record both the positives and the negatives. When you accurately record them both, you discover many areas where good things are happening. Once you start noticing the positives, your mental focus shifts in a positive direction. If your scorecard has only one column, it's time to get out your weapons of mirror destruction and demolish this mirror. Go ahead, swing your positive sledgehammer and smash this mirror to smithereens. You'll feel better when you do. Mental mirror number five is called jumping to conclusions. When a negative operating system comes under pressure, it starts acting as if it has special powers that enable it to predict the future and even see into the minds of other people. This aberration of thoughts makes you believe that you can tell ahead of time what's going to happen in your life and you also believe that you can tell what other people are thinking. You examine the ability of the negative mind to look into the future and to read the thoughts of other people, you will not be impressed with its track record. A negative operating system does an excellent job of jumping to conclusions, and those conclusions are consistently negative and wrong. When a negative operating system starts talking, it's time to reevaluate the message. If it starts talking about the future or about what other people are thinking, you would be well advised to ignore what it's saying. That's not to say that when a negative operating system jumps to conclusions, it's wrong 100% of the time. Even a stopped clock is right twice a day. What it means is you should go with the probabilities and ignore the negative inner voice when it starts jumping to conclusions. After practicing medicine for more than 30 years, I have never met a person who could accurately predict the future or read the minds of other people. It's highly unlikely that you will be the first person who suddenly develops this power. It's impossible to predict the future, and even if you could, it wouldn't be desirable. When I nearly died after a car accident in New Zealand, I realized that God in his mercy made it impossible for us to know our future. That's the only way we could enjoy our life. The reason is simple. I just spent six of the best months of my life sailing across the Pacific Ocean with my family. We'd been to the Galapagos, the Tuamoto Archipelago, the Marquesas, Tahiti, Bora Bora, Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, and New Zealand. 
If I had known the future ahead of time, all of those enjoyable moments would have been eclipsed by the countdown to disaster that was going to happen in New Zealand. I'm glad that I don't know the future. I don't want to know it, and if you're smart, you won't want to know it either. Jumping to conclusions and mind reading have never worked in the past. They don't work in the present, and they will not work in the future. Don't waste your time jumping to conclusions or attempting to read the minds of other people. Let the demolition derby continue and smash, bash, and trash this mirror and make your life better today. The sixth mirror in your mind is called magnification and minimization. The cloud of this mirror comes from the power of focus. The law of focus states that what you focus on expands into your mind and then into your life. Because a negative mind has a negative focus, it magnifies everything that's negative. Conversely, when you don't focus on positive things, they fade from your heart and mind. This is just another way that negative operating systems wreak havoc in your mind. A negative operating system doesn't set out to systematically minimize the positive and magnify the negative. Minimization of the positive is the natural result of a negative focus. You spend such a small amount of time focusing on positive events that the image they create in your mind simply fades away. An unremitting negative focus causes negative images to expand on the motion picture screen of your mind. Negative events become bigger and bigger until they're larger than life and they're the only thing that you can see. The good news is that when you finally get your focus right, your positive focus will magnify the positive and minify the negative and your life will instantly improve. The only way to break the hold that this mirror has on your mind is by changing your focus from negative to positive. You must install a positive operating system if you want magnification and minimization to work for you rather than against you. You don't have to destroy this mirror to make your life better. You only need to switch to a positive focus and this mirror will become a strong ally that stands by you through thick and thin. In the hardest of times, a positive focus will magnify the good things in your life and minimize the bad. So go ahead, focus on positive things, and watch your life improve. The seventh mirror in your mind is called emotional reasoning. This mirror is about backward thinking. Its reflection tells you that you are what you feel. The facts don't matter, it's your feelings that count. And if the facts contradict your feelings, then go with your feelings and ignore the facts. God designed you to think with your head and feel with your heart. And as long as you do it that way, you won't have a problem with emotional reasoning. When emotional reasoning takes over, chaos ensues. Thinking with your heart is a risky business because your heart isn't good at critical thinking. When emotional reasoning takes over and your emotions get into the driver's seat, you are in for a rough ride. Emotional reasoning doesn't work because it puts the cart before the horse. Emotions are meant to add enjoyment, spice, and flavor to your life, but they aren't meant to be in control. God gave you a mind so you could think with your head, and he gave you a heart so you could enjoy the emotions caused by the positive thoughts that you put into your mind. Don't get it backwards because it doesn't work well. The only time it's truly safe to think with your heart is when your heart is full of God's love. At all other times, listen to what your heart says, but don't let it assume control. The Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is the door through which you enter the world of change, and your mind is supposed to lead the way with your heart not far behind. The Bible also recognizes that we think with both our head and our heart, 
That's why the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. This scripture is stating a fact of life. Most people think with their hearts a great deal of the time. This is an area where balance is important. For some things your heart needs to lead the way, but your head should never be far behind. God gave you a mind and you're supposed to use it to control your emotions and not the other way around. Emotional reasoning is a tough mirror to deal with because it's human nature to think with your heart. The truth is, it's okay to think with your heart as long as it doesn't get into the driver's seat and assume control. It boils down to a control issue. Most of the time, you should be thinking with your head and feeling with your heart. You don't have to destroy this mirror. Just make sure its reflection isn't getting you into trouble.